Who going? Recording, recording. Um, Welcome to the Vet Joint Podcast. This is your host, Josh, a.k.a. Sharkbait, uh, along with our co-host, Marcel, big bro- uh, little brother. I'm the big little brother, man. Big, the big little brother. There we go. Thank, like you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, this is episode, what episode are we on? We are on episode six. Episode six. Yeah, hey, man. So we, hey, we, we got a week of content, man. Uh, we, we building, man. We, hey, you know what's cool to say? What's up? We got our own show. Yeah, I ain't really thought about it like I, that. I haven't thought about it like that, man. We got our own show, man. We say whatever the fuck we want, you know. Hey, Netflix, we, we still want. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix, we still looking for that deal. Netflix. Hey, so um, yes, this is episode six. Um, thank you for that beautiful intro. Um, we uh, I like that you brought up that Netflix thing, man. Um, you know, me and Keith, we've been um. Kind of, I don't know. Did he tell you about our little conversation about our our upcoming TV show that I kind of pitched to him a little bit? No, but I remember us saying when we were in San Diego that we needed to do a, um, a YouTube channel, man, and yeah. like do some comedy sketches and shit. But yeah, so, we never did that, yeah. and now people are making tons of fucking money off of it. Yeah. So what I pitched to him is actually, I think, I think I, I had um, mentioned it to you a little bit. It's like a you know animated version of the three of us, mm. um, but you know, but before we uh, give Netflix all the all the tea, <laughs> mm. um, let's uh, let's uh, get into today's episode, man. Um, all right. Uh, so first topic, um, you want to get into it? All right. First topic I, we got is the I, I like, uh, France. I like hearing you read. Yeah, I, I like hearing you read. Oh, you like hearing me read. Yeah. That's something. So in news, um, to deal with uh, police uh, in France, police. the French president, Emmanuel Marquin's government, is pushing a new security deal to make it illegal to publish images of police officers um, that are doing harm to citizens, basically. So like how we do here in the U.S. and, and other parts of the world where people are recording these uh, these instances of violence by police right or right, just right. in general it don't even got to be uh, it don't even got to be violence they're making it illegal in france to do that how, how do you yeah. feel about that man uh, oh yeah just by the way you uh that that uh the president of france it's uh his last name is macron he said oh macron. oh okay yeah. okay macron i think <laughs> emmanuel <laughs> macron you gotta say <laughs> you gotta say what you throw man macron <laughs> <laughs> um, I think honestly, dude, I think that's some uh I know we use that word I, we we use this word a lot nowadays, like dystopian. Um no, but you, you use that word a lot, man. That's my first no, time hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm getting your dictionary <laughs> for Christmas, man. <laughs> Today should not have been the first day you heard the word dystopian. All right. I wanna say. <laughs> hey man, but, learning uh, every day, learning every day. That is true, man. You know, and you know, it's fuck that. It's our show. We 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 learn what we want at our own pace. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you just heard that word today for the first time, and you know, I can't do long division. So hey, you know what? We both got shit that you know we putting out on the air. Oh man, can't do long division. I think I told you that story, right? No, no. <laughs> okay. let's, we, let's, we, let's get to that later. Hold on, let's get to that later because I do. That sounds pretty fucking interesting. I ain't even gonna lie. 
All right. Yeah. So uh, France's new security law, um, I'm not, I believe it's, it's being pushed by the government. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that a country like France was the, uh, is the type to push this. I, honestly, I expect it's more from America. But I think, um, you know, uh, there's too many people um, and, and too much shit that have, that's gone down in America for, um, you know, politicians to be pushing us, you know, not recording them. I know some states, it gets really hairy. And even times you see on camera in the States, you know, people recording the police, they'll snatch your phones or they'll chase them down and shit like that. But, um, uh, I'm, I'm more thinking of what this, what this can lead to. Right. Because if you're telling us we, you, we don't want you recording the the police, you know what I'm saying? In broad, broad daylight, you know, when they're interacting with, with civilians, what you're saying to me is that, uh, you know, there's a possibility that if something goes wrong and somebody catches it, you know what I'm saying? They'll put it on the internet and make the government or make the, the police force look bad. Right. 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 That, that, that's what I hear when you tell me we don't want y'all recording. Them. Not the, not the safety, not, not nothing else. Because let me, because in my opinion, if you, if you're a cop, whether you're arresting somebody, whether you're in a shootout or whatever the case is, right. You shouldn't be worried about somebody, somebody recording you. Right. If you're, if you're doing your job, right. You do what you're supposed to do. That shouldn't be a problem. Right. What, what, what about you, man? I mean, I feel the same way. Um, it's, I mean, if, if you're out on a, it's not like somebody's going up into the police station, you know what I'm saying? Recording shit. That's completely different than being out yeah. on the street and recording yeah. some, something or, going or just, wrong. Or, or, just, or just fucking with them. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that either. Right. Don't, don't go up to the police, fuck with them either. That's what we talking that's, about. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a no go. Um, yeah, for, stay, for the people out there, that's like, oh, what about the police? They do that. Like, we ain't talking about that. We right. talking about them interacting with the general public and people just being able to re- record them when, you know, when they're doing that, using their use of force shit. Right? right. That's what I want to see. Right. You 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 handcuffing somebody, you got them at gunpoint, whatever it is. All right, cool. We're gonna record you. Right. And if you don't do nothing wrong, then you're straight. So what's the problem? There there shouldn't be a problem. There shouldn't be a problem. Because I mean, if you if you see something wrong, you know what I'm saying? I I was taught, you know what I'm saying, as security forces or just in the military in general, you see something wrong, report it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, like people out in the public, who are they gonna report to? They don't have anybody to report to. They they report to if they see something wrong, they report it to news stations and news stations or, or, the, or the police. Right. Again, or, it's like, how, how do you tell the police on the police? You, you can't. You can't do you, you. You can't. I, I've exactly. tried. It only works exactly. in the military. It doesn't work in the civilian world. Exactly. So, I mean, and again, even as security forces, that's some shit we got to get used to. Right. Is being on camera because I don't know if. I think you're already gone, but all the gate checks had cameras installed to them so they could say they could watch us 24 sevens. Oh, yeah. Right? They, been, they, they had those. When yeah. I first got yeah. So, so, so again, I think um, the government, um, I, th- I think it's law by the French, by the French government was kind of short sighted. I think if anything, they should be trying to make sure that that their police officers are being held accountable. But. One thing I will say is that I haven't heard a whole lot of stories about, you know, um, whether it's police corruption, police brutality or stuff like that in France. So I'm not sure how that how that brought it up. That, I, that, think actually, I, I think actually I think I we think don't that hear back. about it. I think we don't hear about it. because Actually, actually, I, I take that back. I know for a while they were protesting um, for a while. They've, they've been protesting in France for a while. So I take that back. Um, and, you know, French, the French, man, like you were when they when they protest, they fucking protest, man. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, shout out France. Hopefully y'all don't become, you know, get that stuck, start getting secret, secret police and, you know, all that crazy shit. Because, um, you know, that that'll just lead 
that'll just lead you down a rabbit hole. Um, a little side note, I uh, came across um, some stories about the French resistance during World War II. Um, it, this shit was dope, man. It's not, let me tell you, it's not dope. It was, I didn't know much about the French resistance, you know, and D-Day and all of that. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's, um, if you get a chance, man, um, check it out. Um, you know, watching, I, I realized that re- watching anything World War II related or Nazi related on YouTube, that shit is just going to flood your fucking algorithm with a, a bunch of World War II shit. Well, I came, it's crazy you say that. I came across the article um, today about a guy who's still alive, supposedly, in Japan. And I fucking believe it, World War II guy, who was a kamikaze pilot. Um, and, like, he went through the training and everything like that. He was like, yo, it was the worst thing ever because he was like, every time he went out, he was like, am I going to be one to, yeah, am I going to be one to die today? I'm going to be one to die today. It wasn't that he wanted to fucking, that he wanted to do it. According to the article, mm-hmm. it was more so of his upbringing and pride for country and mm-hmm. all that. It's shit. completely like, different from ours, right? And I was it, like, it gives, wow, it gives, me goose, it, gives, it gives me goose. But I'm thinking about it because, um, again, you know, they get comp- they get raised completely different from us. So they're I, I, what's the term? Their um, their loyalties to the empire, right? Right, right? Like to me, to me, loyalty to just saying something like that to me is fucking wild. Right, because that means you love and believe in your country so fucking much. You gonna die? You like, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's a lot more nuanced on that. I'm sure there's probably might be a little bit of drugs involved. You know what I'm saying? There's the military brainwashing. There's a bunch of things that comes with that. But you know, being a comic, being a a, a pilot in World War II alone, I think is crazy. Um, you know, something else I came across. You know, I, I've been kind of starting to enjoy is 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 listening to stories about these different conflicts from other points of views, right? Because a lot of times, typically from the American point of view, right? And we know that you know, the the victors tip, typically get to you know right, write the war, tell tell the story, right? right. But you know, twenty twenty nine, we have accurate you know depictions of stuff, and different countries have their data and shit that went down. So um. You know, listening to listening to stories from uh like um it was um uh, Vietnam from the the Viet- Vietnamese perspective, right? From beginning to end. And that's a completely different story, right? Um when it comes to you know the the communism and the war and the Viet, like there's a bunch of shit that I didn't know. That I also didn't know that black men had the highest casualty rate in Vietnam. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, we went from World War II being told, hey, y'all ain't good enough to serve to, oh, y'all niggas can serve? Get your ass on the front line. I mean, but they did so much in World War II, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They did they did, a, yo, they did a fuck ton, yo. They had, yo, we was getting bodies in World War II, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, of course, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. These, these, you know what I'm saying, black motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? They can take orders. They can, they can do everything that we can do. You know what I'm saying? But we still look down on them, but they can do everything that we can mm-hmm. do, and they can do it better. Yes, we want to. We, of course, you're gonna want them there, man. Yeah, I think that the one of the first stories I came across like that was um, from World War One, uh, right. Harlem Hellfighters. Right. You know, and like every war, I'm mean, granted. You know, a lot of these stories get um, 
get trampled on in a sense, right? Because so much shit happens throughout the war, and it's like, oh, we had this, we had this going on, we, we had this going, and it's like, obviously, with, with, with discrimination, any any story with people of color, that shit just don't get thrown to the side, you know. But we had the outstanding units, like you know, the Tuskegee Airmen, the 70, 70, 71st um, Tank Battalion Union, and a lot of others, you know, that really, really helped us stand out. And um, one thing I never knew that the government, the U.S. government, ever did is that they actually apologized for racial discrimination during World War II. And they even went out and said that it posed a direct problem for the military during that time. So they knew about it back then. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They were actively taking part of it, you know what I'm saying, way before even the World War II. Absolutely. Absolutely. Knew, knew about it the whole fucking time. And then we still have problems to this year, 2020, you know what I'm saying, well over, damn near 100, 100 plus years. And we still have this problem. And the military came out with another one saying, oh, we're sorry. It's 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 been happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, the the only upside is that, I mean, it's probably not not as worse. Right. Because um, one of the things they were talking about was discrimination in the field. Right. It's one thing when you stateside and they calling you a nigga. Right. Which granted, look, it's it's all a fucked up situation. Y'all just gotta go with our humor, right? But it's one thing to get a call the nigga stateside, right? right? But imagine being being deployed and you know the the people, right? The people of the country, right? Fuck with you more than the motherfuckers that you got there with. Yo, yo, it's right? funny. It's funny you say that, man. It's funny you say right? that. It's funny you say that. Right? It, it, it happened. It happens, man. Like when I was in Afghan, um, Afghan guys that I would escort around to do their fucking business and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bro, they told me straight up, yo, we like you better. We we like you better than the white guys. I'm like, why? The white guys treat us bad. You treat us normal. All this other shit. Like, they just don't, they don't respect them as much, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, man, it's like, you know, you grow up in America, you get told and, you know, you get propped up your whole life telling telling you how how, how great the nation is, how, how great the empire is and all that. So when you go overseas... You know what I'm saying? That's what she's going to portray. You're going to think, oh, this person that lives in Afghanistan, he got to be beneath me, right? Right. It got to, right? I got to treat him a certain way. I can't treat him equal to me. I mean, it's fucked up, but, you know, that's um, that's our country. Um, speaking of our country, um, um, you know, we talked about this already. How uh, how we feeling about this uh this COVID vaccine, man? Oh it. man! <laughs> so the the VA, you know the VA about to uh start getting ah oh, shit yeah, yeah man yeah but luckily though you know saying me or you we won't qualify for it uh, mm-hmm. at least until I think it's uh, like April of next year or some shit like that April okay yeah. so they're gonna try and hit all the uh, elderly people and hundred percent people first. Yeah. You know, before we before we touch on our own, you know, personal thoughts on it, you know, something that ran on my mind when I was coming across these stories, you know, is that um, not a lot of these veterans are, you know, still still around. And it's sad that I'm coming across stories where, you know, COVID is, you know, I'm saying running through these senior homes, you know, killing veterans who would have made it through, you know, World War Two, Vietnam. And, you know, now now COVID took you. Right. You know, and just like the the overall response of the country, you know, to the elderly, because, you know, one thing they love to say is, oh, we love the vets. We we love America. We we love this and that. But it's like, OK, when it comes to actually caring for them. Right. Right. It's like. We ain't got it. 
No, they don't. They don't <laughs> got it. I know they ain't got we, it, man. We, we shit out, man. I know it's like, come on, it. man. Right? Y'all, y'all sit here. The, they'll tell us about the greatest generation, America, this and that. But it's like, okay, well, now it's time for us to take care of our people, man. And it's like, what I think it's what? 250 or 60 people? Um, thousand people dead? It's sad. But speaking... Come on, from the we, virus? Yeah. From COVID. Yeah, we had like 260. I think it's more than that, bro. We, we supposedly got the most in the world. We was yeah, at, yeah. We was at a we was at a quarter million back in like, you know, what I'm saying like mid August. Nah, we hit yeah, a quarter million like two weeks ago. You sure? But well, I mean, what we in? But the you said August, yeah, we hit two hundred. We hit two fifty k last month, and then August I think we we're in the two hundreds. About to fact check me live. Okay, fair enough. But anyways, um, you know, um, I've been listening to Fauci and you know him saying uh, a viable vaccine usually takes, um, you know, a year or two, or whatever trials and all this, and all of a sudden they're like, "Yo, we ready? We good? You know what I'm saying? Right? Like it's it's, it's almost ready. It's it's ninety five percent done." I don't know. I don't feel good about that, man. Cause like it's crazy. Cause like I seen um I seen some freaking memes on Facebook, and the memes are like, yeah, man, like cancer research, all these years, no mm-hmm. cure, no cure, no cure for all this other stuff, right? And all these all these things that they listed, they have mutations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel I thought about the coronavirus. I was like, yo, how can you have a a vaccine or a cure or whatever? Like you're gonna have to get a vaccine every year or something, right? Cause it mutates. Hasn't this thing already mutated? It it depends. Um, you know, just like polio or some of these other diseases, they were able to completely they were they they're able to, to eradicate them enough to where it's no longer able to um um affect the general populace. Okay. But um I'm not sure what COVID is gonna look like, you know. 12 months, 18 months, 24 months from now. I'm not sure what that it what what when it comes to that. They do also say it's similar. It, it has some kind of char- characteristics to the flu in the sense where um, some of the effects that it has on the body and it being able to mutate. So as far as getting a, like a yearly COVID um, shot, I don't know. Um, only because I know that COVID existed prior to 2019. There right. are other versions of it. It just never spread and it, it never took off like it did. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I think we're just going to have to wait for it. But um I think what worries me is the speed that it was done with and my lack of trust, you know what I'm saying, to our current administration, right? Those two things alone make me want to say like, yo, I'm worried about the long-term effects, right? What's 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 going to happen, you know what I'm saying? Is and, and you know, it's it's really this is something like this is really broad to talk about and what people are going to automatically say is, "Hey, it's good, it's good for the public, it's going to save lives, blah 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 blah." blah. Yes. And keep in mind, we're not anti-vaxxers. We're not really anti-anything. We're just saying like, yo, this COVID shit got us kind of looking at the shit sideways because based off of what we were told, history, empirical data, evidence, all of that, it takes a long time. It takes a decent amount of time to come up with a a vaccine. Right. Y'all came up with this shit way too quick. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you finish that test too fast. Right. Like you start questioning that shit. And you go back and chase some answers and you still you, you wind up with a D. 
You're like, yo, I'm glad I changed some of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I got I got C five times in a row. Nah, yeah. man, this shit, this shit it ain't right. right. <laughs> it ain't right. Something ain't not enough. <laughs> so yeah, man, uh, that that's how I feel about it. I, you know, but at the same time, you know, um, I got a mother. You know what I'm saying? Who's 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 up there in, in A? Not you know what I'm saying? Not crazy. Oh, shout out to moms. Um, and I got a baby and I got a wife. You know what I'm saying? So in a sense, fuck how I feel, right? Um, it's not just about me anymore. If I'm single, living in living by myself, I'm be like, yo, fuck this vaccine. But you know what? This is something I still gotta sit down and talk, talk it over, like, hey, what are we gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Um, but also what worries me is the long-term effects, right? What are the what are the what are the side effects of the shot though? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So that's what I'm saying, right? Whether it's short term or long term, like could it stop you from having kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the worst case scenario is what I want to, you know, hear about, right? Because you tell me 95 or 97, yeah, 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 right? Um, but you're still not telling me what kind of effects, right? And that's that's what I'm worried about. Um, however, people with long-term effects from COVID are also, like, really fucked up, too, you know? Yeah. So um, there's people who can't smell. They lost a sense of taste. You know what I'm saying? Long-term uh, health issues, whether it's getting um, move it, remove it, have getting a part of your lung remove. There's a bunch of different shit that that fucks you up from COVID. So I'm saying, on the flip side, of that is like you can get fucked up from taking it, <laughs> the vaccine, which is the unknown. But we know that if you get get COVID, you know what's the possibility. So, so supposedly, so- supposedly, um, I had seen an article, or not an article, a video on it. They had some some news uh, company had interviewed a lady. And she goes, yeah, the first I got the shot, I felt fine. I went to sleep, woke up the next day. She was like, she couldn't, it was like she was, she she had got in a fight. Like basically how she was trying to get her body got beat up. Right. But she said a day later, she bounced back like nothing ever happened. Mm. Mm. See, I've I've had, I don't know if you remember, um, what, what medication was that? But, um. I used to take these painkillers, not painkillers, um, muscle relaxers. And I remember that every time I would wake up from this shit, my body just felt fucking weak as shit. Sometimes that's just the effect of, you know, certain types of medications. I mean, that's, body what, a, that's what a muscle relaxer. No, no, no. Like whenever, no, whenever I, no, whenever I wake up, it's like, you know, touching, not touching myself, touching my body. Like it would be, I would have like aches and pains on my body. <laughs> 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 not touching touching myself but like i don't remember i wake up i'm like yo why did my shit hurt you fucking <laughs> listen to mariah carey when you fucking wake up nigga <laughs> uh, Mar- mariah carey reference i guess all right man <laughs> see you still ain't giving me your thoughts man you know on what the vi- on this vaccine yeah i already it, told it, you man what did you, what did you tell me fuck them Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. All right. <laughs> no, what does that mean? Real talk. No. So I'm not. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I'm really not. But past <laughs> <laughs> couple minutes, he showed him what's that? Like, yo, fuck this vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an anti-vaxer. But I don't know about this one, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna set this one out. I know. I, I agree with you. Or at least give it some time. Right. You know, I'm not in a setting where like I have to be around a bunch of people, you know, all the time. You know, if if I was, you know, some people had to go back to work and that's that might just be the requirement of your job. Right. Um, right. 
there's a story I had in up in wherever they do all the meat packing somewhere up, um, in the Northeast. And, you know, the people who work on the line when it comes to slaughtering the animals and all that, they got to be really close. Right? right. So it's like, let's say in a situation like that, right, you work in that kind of environment. Right. You know, COVID is going around. The vaccine is out. If, if that was me and I know I got to be around a bunch of people every day, I might be more inclined to take the vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm right. like, yo, in that situation, but, hell yeah, I would take it. You're dealing, yeah, but like, also what you're dealing with, you're dealing with with raw animal. Hell yeah, I would take it. Yeah, but but not just that. Having to come into such you know close contact with with people every day. Right. You know what I'm saying? And 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 in a, a situation like that, you know, that's that's a uh what you call it a, a a slaughterhouse. You know, that's a lot of moving parts. You know what I'm saying? People, this and that. You know, so um. Luckily, I'm not. I'm not in that position <laughs> where I got to be around a bunch of people. I feel you. Um, but um, definitely, man. Um, not everybody has that that um, that option. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like how many people do you come 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 in contact with at, at work? Like close contact, if at all. Uh, close contact usually just one, and that's the person that I'm working with. But for the most for the most part, it's no people. Cause I work nights, so yeah. What has it been like um, down in Florida for you, man? Like you seen people wearing masks, no masks. Man, people like, down here are, are fucking nuts, man. Um, yeah. For the most part, like nobody wears a mask. Now, like if I go, what about out, in store? In stores? N- yeah. Not really. Nah. Nah. It's not. It's, it's oh shit. That's right. It's not. Um. It's also not mandatory in Florida, right? Like you don't see it on the on the on the on the door because I. They got, signs, they got signs that say it's recommended. Oh. And okay. some, some stores do have it say where it says required, but mm-hmm. once you make it through the doors, like people just usually just take that shit off. Mm. For the record, our listeners, I'm I live in California, Florida uh, Florida lives in Josh. Josh lives in Florida. Uh, <laughs> Florida Florida lives inside you, Josh. Nah, yeah, nah, I'm not I'm not Florida man. Hell no. Nah. You are Ohio transplant. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, I, I hear I hear it's um it's required to get into store. So Best Buy, gas station, um Chick-fil-A. Actually, they, you know, you can't get into Chick-fil-A, but anywhere you need to go into, like, you got to have that shit on. Okay. Well, you know what? What What is crazy, though, for the most part, are the uh, fast food um, insides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're all closed. drive throughs open, but as far as, like, walking... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's closed for us, too. Actually, okay. I take that back. You can't sit down. You can go in and order, but you can't sit down. Yeah, see, you can't even go in unless you're like DoorDash or Grubhub or something mm-hmm. like that. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's fucking nuts. It's, yeah, you know, I can only imagine, you know, for the the people that we know, you know, that have small businesses, you know, um, I was thinking about, um, damn, I don't even want to say, uh, I'm going to message him later so we can get him on the pod. But, you know, let's say you have a business that requires you to meet with people, right? You, you're a young vet, you know, doing your thing. Now with all these restrictions, right? Now you got to figure out how to navigate through all of that shit, right? That's true, you know? man. That's, That's true. That, that, I was laying in bed thinking about that shit, right? What if you got What if you got a bunch of clients, right? And you got to meet them at a certain point and all of a sudden, all that's fucked up, right? Because for your clients, they're also dealing with that shit. 
Right. You know, and if you're using like, let's say a facility, now this facility has to also abide by these standards. Right. So that just kind of puts a wrench in things for you. And, you know, that's additional, let's say for some people, um, uh, you know, COVID, a lot of people lost their jobs. Right. A lot of people are reducing their spending and stuff like that. So, you know, on a, you know, big picture type of thing, man, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried, man. You know, a lot of people requ- rely on these, not, not just small business, but also these micro business that, you know, they have multiple streams of income that's, co- that, that, that's, that's coming from it for them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And COVID all of a sudden is like, nah, nigga, fuck that. <laughs> fuck all your streams ain't coming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Cause like, think think about just like having like a little like if somebody had like a grocery store, mm-hmm. like and having to if they got like cashiers and shit like that, like they they can't afford to pay nobody during COVID because nobody's spending money. Yep, and then the people, your people that come to deliver you shit, right? They're coming from other small businesses, or right? Typically typically you know and i, I just, honestly man I, I just i just stay in my universe i think about the people you know that i've come across mm-hmm. you know especially especially in the military and people who went on to do their own thing you know something i wanted to ask you man and it's, it's something i do a lot that i didn't realize but i think a lot about people who i even who i may not even have had a uh a great relationship with or even right. much at all like right. through, through these deployments working at gates and shit i'm like i'll be having thoughts about people man that like i barely i barely i'm like man we had a dope ass conversation at one time you ever do that i do do that um it's funny you say that i thought it was just a, you know what I'm saying that dude but not yeah yeah that's, that, <laughs> yeah, that's it yeah but like now uh, I don't, I ain't talked to this person in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, wonder whatever happened to this person or some shit like that. Yeah, I, I do stop and think about that shit sometimes. Yeah, because I'll be thinking about some people. I was we was on the the hunter the hunter uh, QRF team in Qatar. Yeah, and you know I did that shit for I think from the second month towards the end of the time I was there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, we was always on patrol. We was always kicking it. You know what I'm saying? We had our little Facebook group. Like we was together every day. You know what I'm saying? And it's like boom. Damn, we didn't even talk no more. Right? But then it's like, <laughs> and then it's like people who, you know, we was posted together one fucking time, right? And we had a dope ass day. And like we never, we never talked. Never seen anything. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, yo, what the yo, what the fuck is what's up? What's, what's up with him? Yo, how how he or she doing? <laughs> you know? It's fucking um, nuts, man. It's nuts, bro. It is, it is. All right. So, you know, with the dribble between the legs and the smooth crossover, um, Big Mike versus Roy Jones. Oh man. Actually, before we get to that, um, you know, the Internet done had the slaps and everything this weekend. You know, we kind of laid on the shit, you know, but this is how we get down. Um, so for y'all who already heard it, or you got your laughs in. We ain't talking to y'all. Y'all can skip through for the next, you know, whatever amount of time. Um, uh, what, what's his name? Nate Robinson, Jake Paul. Uh uh man, I, I don't think I don't think he should. Nate should have Nate should have prepared more, man. He should have prepared more, man. So I think so I got two reactions. There's what happened, right? right? Legally, because right. I seen what happened, and then there's how we feel, right? <laughs> what we saw was was two dudes get into a ring, one knocked the other out. But what right. it feels like, what it feels like, was a white boy knocking the nigga out. That's what it feels like. 
You know, and you know, Cedric the Entertainer said this in one of his stand-ups. You know, <laughs> niggas niggas be underestimating some of these white boys sometimes, you know? Like they I'll whoop that white boy ass. <laughs> they do. You know, <laughs> white boy <laughs> what you said some of these white boys be as strong as a fucking baby bull. <laughs> the motherfucker be throwing oxes over over the tailgate of pickup truck. Like, yo, come on, bro. Ah <laughs> oh, man. So that that that's what it feels like, right? Because I see I see a lot of brothers talking about him like. Yeah, this is, it's just like a little bit of embarrassment. You know, say so you're an NBA player. This nigga's a YouTuber. YouTuber, you're supposed to be able to go knock him out, right? right. That's a that's a thought, right? Right. That's the thought process. Yo, this nigga's the NBA. He quick. He agile. We we see him scrapple a couple times in the game. You know, when they had a hole in nigga back. So you know, all right, all right, all right. Cool. I mean, but you also got to think though, man. Come on, he is a YouTuber. You're right. He's a YouTuber, but he's made like 21 million in one year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, yeah, no, no doubt. He's he has been a successful YouTuber, so there's right. no doubt. But, so, but the, I, the I go ahead, go ahead. So with that amount of money, and all he does is make fucking YouTube videos. I'm pretty sure he has more than enough money to you know, saying get get a hands coach and all that other shit, strength coach. You know, what I'm saying. Whereas Nate Robertson, on the other hand, he's probably like, yo, I'll box a little bit. All right, I'm about to go. I'm about to go shoot some hoops, or maybe you know, what I'm saying throw some football, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Now I know he did used to play football as well, um, but. That'd be some shit he would do because boxing is not really his ele- his element. Mm-hmm. So you compare that to this dude who's already had, well, one professional pro- quotes professional fight. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. So again, man, on the I think on the face of it, it's like we know Nate Robinson, dunk champion. He got hops. You know what I'm saying? All all, all this other shit. You know, NBA player. He five what? Five, five nine five five nine so we know we know he can we know you have to be scrappy right we know you gotta like everything that 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 he got was probably a little bit more difficult for him because of his height and all this other shit right so i'm in my head i'm like yo nate i know you you know this feeling right you're going up against a white man right you, you've done this before we right. seen you we seen <laughs> you jump over a nigga right right <laughs> Uh, ah, we, we, hey, we seen this. You know what the problem is, man? Hey. All right. So hold on. You know what the problem is, right? <laughs> Nate Robinson is from the suburbs. I mean, Jake Paul from the suburbs too, but you know what I'm saying? He uh, came- here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I forgot all about this shit. Oh, hold up. So you're you're you team you team Jake, right? I'm team Jake, man. <laughs> I forgot all about that. So you don't really give a fuck about having a name. I'm team, team Jake, bro. I'm team Jake. Hey, no, Josh, why I'm team Jake? <laughs> why are you team Jake, Josh? Because he he claims to be from Cleveland, Ohio, man. He's not from Cleveland. He's he's from Ohio, he's from the suburbs, but mm-hmm. so I, I give him a pass. I give him a that's, pass. That's, that's close enough. That's close enough. But he can't. He he wouldn't knock me out though. I put it that way. <laughs> he would not yeah, and I hope Nate Robinson probably thought the same thing Nate Robinson probably thought the same thing I hope he hears this because I, I want to I want to be I want to be I want to be, be his third fight bro I would like to be his third he already fight. got a challenger man he got some um I think some hockey dude or some MLB dude challenge him I've already knocked out I've already knocked out a couple motherfuckers alright so do look, it. Josh, I can do it again man so you know me I think we had this conversation with Keith right what's up but you, and we, and we already know this, right? If you talk shit, yeah. put yourself in that situation, yeah. and then you go get yourself knocked out. <laughs> it ain't going to happen, bro. You better not answer your phone. 
funny. Uh, funny. Uh, are you all <laughs> gonna roast me? So, so you know what? It's, instead of me being that friend, how about this? How about you? How about you take some warm up fights? How about you work up to it? Work right? up to it. All right. Yeah, you know, remember the episode of Mark when you went to fight Tom Hearns? <laughs> <laughs> Right, uh, you look good on them bags. Marla, he was looking good on them bags, man. But, hey, <laughs> the bag don't hit back. Ah, <laughs> uh, bro, bag don't hit back, man. But anyways, you team Drake, so if anything, yeah, y'all be like teammates, right? What do you mean? You him, him repping the Cleveland suburbs, yeah, you repping the Cleveland hood. Hey, T, team Jake and Josh, I fucks with it, man. J and J. J J nah this ain't this ain't no Nickelodeon <laughs> Jake and Josh <laughs> nah bro nah bro yeah, but that'd be like a dope concept though right actually this probably been done before What's the, the the kid that's from the suburbs with the suburb kid now they gotta live together be cool I think, that's been done before right yeah I think it has um I think yeah. Dave Chappelle said something about that shit yeah was that like, like a the, parent trip? Was that a plot of like parent trap? Like one was poor, one was rich, or some shit like so, that. So. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. Um, the Mike Tyson fight. Did you the were you able to catch any of it, or not, were you able to find it? I did not find the uh, Tyson fight. Uh, I just got mad and stopped looking for it. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I saw I did a couple of clips. I saw I saw a couple of clips. Right. Um, would you? Um, what I will say is, I feel like had if we were all in the same place. I would have probably felt more comfortable buying it. You know what I'm saying? Watching it with a few people versus just me by myself. I think it was like like forty, like forty bucks, yeah, um, fifty bucks, something like that for the pay per view fight. Yeah. Um, said he smoked weed before the fight, um, and he still looked pretty good. To, to everybody's was that, was that now? Are we talking the night before the fight, or are we talking he, he the morning before? Day? Before right. the fight, so that, he said I mean, he smoked prior to fighting. Right. So like, as in like, I'm about to go put my gloves the, on. Let me hit the blunt a couple times, or uh, and so then I don't, and okay. So, so 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 this is my understanding. While he was in in you know in the I want to say I don't want to want to say studio at the states the Staples Center they were prior to you know getting warmed up you know getting loose. Right, right. He smoked before. He's up uh, uh, the the strain. I think he was said was called toad or something like that. So he smoked, went and got you know warmed up, then went out and fought. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, I've heard a, a few people talk about you know smoking and, and trying to work out. I've heard like a lot of mixed um mixed uh, reviews on it. Some people it works, some people it doesn't. I think I think it depends on it, uh, what you're doing. Right. Um, I know when I was in when I was in San Diego, um, what worked for me, I wouldn't like get fucking stoned before going to the gym. Like uh-huh. I would really, I would just take like one hit. I've tried that before, and it just relax. It really made me just relax when I go in there. Mm, um, okay. Maybe. What about when it comes to like you know having to exert a lot of force or you're on that last set, you know, trying to really push yourself? Does that? You get affected. I'm actually at more, all? actually more focused because I like, you know, what I'm saying I like sativas. Mm, okay, I smoke sativas. I don't, I don't fuck with those indicas. You know? I'm not trying to be couch stuck and fucking mm. lazy and lethargic and trying to eat. Like, no, I need, I need something. I love that shit. What? <laughs> I love that shit. Nah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like it, man. I don't like it. That's when I'm at my, that's when I'm at most, my most creative, man. I just be fucking sitting there, just be coming up with some wild shit. <laughs> I can't do it. 
Yeah, the Steve, like yeah. I, I like the Sativas. Like, Sativas have you on go mode. Okay. okay. Laser focus. All right. Um, so didn't really get to see much of the second fight. What are your thoughts overall on, you know, older fighters or, you know, fighters, you know, crossing that, making that leap? You know, like for like for example, there's a I remember what his position was, but he used to play for the Cowboys. Greg Hardy, he transitioned from being a football player to MMA fighter. You know, we got Conor McGregor going from boxing or from MMA to boxing. Now we got, you know, two 50-some-year-old fighters or one. I think they're pretty close both in 50, age. Yeah, they're both 50. Yeah, going back to fight. We got basketball player YouTubers making that crossover. What do you think about this this space? Because I kind of like it, to be honest yeah, with you. I, I fucked with it because now, now you still got – you you keeping your older fans engaged, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, because when we get older, like I'm 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 gonna be straight up with you. Like most of these younger guys that's coming into the NBA, like I, I do follow them, but like most of these younger guys, I'm not really you know what I'm saying following them right now. You know what I'm saying? They're not they're not making any noise. You know what I'm saying? They're putting up 16, 17 points. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's not great, but it's nothing spectacular. You know what I'm saying? You're doing that on a nightly basis. You're getting. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes a game like who who are you <laughs> no you sound so what's the word dismissive <laughs> you sound so dismissive man these motherfuckers have been working their whole life <laughs> 20 points <laughs> who are you <laughs> all right mister i'm running I'm running my my team <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yo when LeBron step on the court, I'm expecting at least 25. You know what I'm saying? When Anthony Davis is out there, I'm expecting at least, you know what I'm saying, a double-double or damn near close to it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Who are you? Who are you, Mr. 16, 16 points, 5 assists? I mean, that's still better than what I can do. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, Obviously, you're on a you're on a you're on an NBA team. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Mr. Obvious. <laughs> All right, so you know what? Instead of you, instead of instead of me allowing you to talk shit about these young players who may go on to average twenty five or thirty points someday, let's talk about some players that you actually may maybe can respect. All right, Westbrook and John Wall. Right, you made a swap. I think I, I think there's an extra pick or something like that in there. Um, my thoughts is that is it seems like more of a lateral move to me, um, but it still it still should shake shit up. Even if it's for the worse, um, kind of want to see what Westbrook and and Bradley Beal, Bradley Bradley Beal looks like because they're both really explosive type players, you know. So I want I want to see. It's not I want to see. I, I still want to see it. It's you. They gotta. They still gotta finish the season. They gotta play together, right? So they are gonna figure something out. They're gonna be like they're gonna be like uh, Kyrie and Deion Waiters huh? when they were in Cleveland. Kyrie and Kyrie wind up with a broken nose. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think, mean, where's where's books is not really the a fighting type. I've never really seen him. I don't know. I I don't really know much about Bradley Beal to to speak on that. But I mean, Westbrook he just played hard as fuck, you know. But then also on the flip side of that, um, I know John Paul, John Paul, John Wall. He was very. He was also one of them explosive players who really liked to push the pace. Um, he's really quick off the dribble. Don't know if he if he has gotten that back because he hasn't played since twenty like eighteen, eighteen, uh, yeah, 18 seventeen. Yeah. So um, you know that whole road to coming back, you know, is gonna take some time. But um, 
end up playing with Harden, right? He liked to dribble a lot too. So I don't know how this shit gonna work, but I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it's like, like um, you know, the episode of Fresh Friends yeah. <laughs> with uh with Will and Carlton. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, don't be a Carlton. Like, oh man. John Wall gonna be starting the court. Nigga! Man. <laughs> That's the ball. Harden gives no fucks. Him and that him and that little dumbass uh that little dumbass dribble he do, man. That Fucking hold that little bunny hop. Yeah, man. He hold his head back and do the shit too, man. Hey, that goofy ass shit. Oh, goofy ass. Um, but overall, man, this NBA season, I know it's only 72, 70, 72, 72 games a season. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it should be starting on the twenty second. So you know, like two and a half no. weeks. I think. Do it start on twenty second? Yeah, twenty something. Yes, I want to say the twenty second. Um, so that should that should be fun. Oh yeah, um, like three for Christmas. You're right. Yeah. So the twenty second. Yeah. Um, but um, what else? What else is there? Any 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 big news? Oh, AD resigned or AD yeah. and LeBron resigned? Yeah. Yep. 80 for five, LeBron for two. Ooh. What do you what are you thinking? Uh I'm thinking I think what's gonna happen. Uh, you, uh before 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 you get all that, do you think he stays long? Do you think this is do you think this is where LeBron finished his career? I mean, I don't see why not. Okay, continue. I just wanted to. I mean, because he's gonna be unless he unless he does one year in Cleveland, but even still, um, he still wouldn't be able to play with his son. He would have to. He would have to extend another year after that, and his son would be a rookie. And then there's no guarantee that. That's still dope. I don't give a fuck, man. I mean, he that's would be dope shit. He would be 21 years into. No, my nigga, that's right. like my nigga. That's like like when Gohan started fighting with Goku, my nigga. Granted we, we, granted, we don't know what Bronny's going to be like. You know what I'm saying? Let me not refer to the little dude as a little nigga. You know what I'm saying? Let him live his life and everything. But, the, you know what I'm saying? We know who LeBron is. Right. 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 So that, that's that's our Goku, right? right? And then we know he got a little son. He got a couple kids and whatnot, right? right. right. But the idea of them being able to team up, you know, even if it's not really a team up, even if it's him playing against them, right. that's some dope shit, you know? I mean, because um, I've, I've seen some of his videos of him um, – just playing high school, mm-hmm. he 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 don't look the same as the other kids, man. Nah, man. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, he getting a different kind of training. <laughs> he got a hyperbolic time chamber at his house. Like for real, like yo, man. Like I'm looking at it. I'm like, yo, that's how old is this dude? Like, there's no way he's 13, man. There's no way this dude 14, 15. However old he is, there's but, no way. The one thing we got to remember, though, man. Just because your dad, who is who he is, you know, he's still going to have to make his own way because we don't see plenty of other, you know, for example, Michael Jordan's son, Jeffrey Jordan. I think he played for UCF. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was a boy. He just wasn't. He just wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that he was he was a good basketball player. Right. He just wasn't it. Steph Curry's dad. He was a. um um He started for a good chunk of his career. He was a huge role player also. But he ain't nothing like his son. You know what I'm saying? And there's, you know, like Clay Thompson. His dad was a baller. He, you know what I'm saying? So it's like there's so many different examples of what we see. I I try to remind myself, like, yo, he might just be, he might just be a dude that averages 17 points. You know, who the fuck are you? 
You know, Mister so. Six Man of the Year. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> um. So you know, we we already kind of no, nothing really crazy happened with either of our teams. I think um, they're still uh, worried about what Giannis will do. You know, now that everybody's all the big people are are, are signed now. He's staying in Milwaukee, uh, man. He ain't going no fucking where. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards that too. Um. But you know they're saying like even if he resigns, he can still ask for a trade and all that shit. I'm like, that shit just sounds too messy. But hey, you do what you gotta do. Uh, but you know, as what I will say is that him staying in Milwaukee, um, I would say either keeps his chances of winning the same or reduces it. Okay. I don't think I don't see from what I've seen so far they haven't they they did get um Drew Holiday. However, I don't think that's enough to get him over the top in the West, right? Especially when you already, you know what I'm saying? You already got the the the, the Sixers and the Celtics, even though I think they've been underachieving for the past few years, right? There's still so much that they still got to get past. I think that him, he can stay. He's fine. Don't go to Miami. Don't, don't go nowhere. Stay. I still think that his chances of winning are, are somewhere still around where it was the season prior. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Nah. I mean, they're, well, they're, yeah, you know what? Or are, are his chances of winning the same? Yes. But I, I think he has an advantage still. With- a, a slight advantage this year, but still, I don't, their chances didn't rise dramatically. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm like, not this season, I'm not looking at him like, yo, this is y'all. I'm like, nah, I still ain't it, bro. Now, again, if he go like, for example, I know I'm a Miami guy. You know, you know we had this talk before. If he goes to my if you were to go to a team like Miami or go to a team like uh, this is just, you know, spitballing, like uh, maybe even Phoenix team up with a young team like Chris. Paul, you know what I'm saying? A team that can actually I, I take let me take that back. I don't think Phoenix was was the right team to go with a team like Utah or, you know, we, we know a team that made it to a certain point And now we got you. We're about to take the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Like with like with Kawhi. When they swapped uh DeRozan for Kawhi, he was like, all right, y'all got a solid chance. This is the East. We can we know what can happen. Right. So so that, that's what I mean by that. That worked out. That worked out good for them. Yeah, it did. Now talk about a one and done, my nigga. Hey <laughs> 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 came in, yo, y'all good? All right. We're gonna wrap this shit up. <laughs> and nigga said um, man gets paid. <laughs> he did. He does. Um all right, so the uh, the topic I wanted to I wanted to hit you with um, is something that I could just kind of actually, you know what? We ain't gonna get it's gonna be the last thing. No, no, no. We can um, we can uh, we can we can insert a, a break. And so you want to stop? You want to stop right here? No. And then I'm I'm confused. Did you want to cover something else or? No, no, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, Dave, he's back. Oh shit! You talking about the uh, the video thing? Yeah, I seen, yeah, I seen it on uh, on YouTube. You talking about the audio? Something about um? Yeah, that little. It's not. It wasn't really a stand up. It's more of like telling him telling a fucked up story. That's also you know funny. Right. Right. That that's that that's that's been Dave. Um, what are your thoughts, man? Cause like I ended up feeling some type of way, but you know I want to hear I want to hear what you thought about it. Well, my my thing is it's crazy. So I, I get him. I get him a hundred percent. You know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. something was taken from you. He he learned all these lessons along the way. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I actually like those those lessons he learned. Yeah, and for and for for real quick for y'all who don't know what we're talking about, there's an 18 minute uh, stand up that Dave Chappelle put out called Unforgiven. Y'all can find it on YouTube. Josh and team. Um, but anyway, he he talked about the uh, the the lessons he learned along the way mm-hmm. and how he think businesses should operate. Which I I feel the same way. Like yo, don't take food or money out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? For me to provide for my me and mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he felt like his work was taken away from him, which it was, but he signed mm-hmm. the contract. This is true. Right. This is true. And, and you know, and that part, that part I agree with, right? Yeah, you did sign a contract, but what you didn't sign up for is the smear campaign, right? Oh, Dave's Dave's on drugs. Dave, Dave lost his mind. He, he turned down 50 mil. You know what I'm saying? Because for a long time, I'm like, you know, the, the, the way they push the narrative made it made Comedy Central seem like, hey, we're just trying to give him 50 million or 50 million. And he just took off to Africa. You don't know what's going on with Dave. Right. right? But what was the honest truth? We wanted we were paying you to switch your shit up to how we wanted you to do it. Right. You said no. But unfortunately, the contract was set up differently. Right. And let's, let's, let's get another topic about these contracts. Right. I think it's about the universe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and and again, as a young 29 year old dude. Right. You got he, family, baby on the way. Right. right. I, I get it. You signed a contract in good faith. With you know what I'm saying? And the thing that he pointed out was right, when you got everybody in the room shaking their head, you know, and you, you believe that hey, this is a generally good deal, this will be good for me, right? But the fucked up part is everybody in the room is in on the deal, right? Right. So you got a motherfucker over here who's who's putting the money in front of you, hey Dave, this is good. You got the studio executive, hey Dave, this is good. You got HR, hey, this is good, right? Everybody telling you this is good, right? So it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go with it. And it's like, you know, the 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 fucked up dirty part that they don't tell you about, right? And what that made me think about is, you know, some of these companies you work for, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, we love veterans. Hey, we want to hire you. Hey, we love you. Hey, you're good, right? But what happens when you say, hey man, um, what y'all are this, this is actually illegal. Um, hey, uh, this is not right. Hey, I don't like how you treating me. Oh man. Hey, 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 you gonna show me some fucking respect. Oh, hey, hey, can you not disrespect me, right? You start saying shit like that, that veteran shit goes out the window, right? So, window. In, in, you know, in a, in a sense, I felt like he was talking to me in a sense where it's like, that's, yeah, I'm at a side of contract. Yeah, but that's not okay, right? right? Because at the end of the day, I still got to fight, you know what I'm saying, for me and my family. So, um, you know, um, he talked about, uh, what else? Um I'll get in, I'll get into that um, shortly. But uh, you you got anything else you wanted to add? Well, I seen kind of getting getting a little heated. I seen uh, um, it's crazy because I seen uh, another article uh, in response to his feelings and everything about mm-hmm. the situation. And I guess somebody in the LBGT um, community mm-hmm. uh, said that he doesn't get a chance to feel that way because of the jokes that he tells. Oh, yeah, fuck out of here! Yes, transgenders and shit like that. You know what I'm saying he never considered their feelings, so basically, fuck his feelings. <laughs> even, even though he has been a supporter of the of the community, right, right, right. 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 And I, <laughs> go ahead. But I seen that, and I was like, "Yo, it, that makes sense too." You know what I'm saying? Because like, even though he has been, like, you gotta I'm just playing devil devil's advocate. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he he's done those thing, those things, those good things mm-hmm. for the community. But you still talking about it, bro. Like, yeah, but yeah, but okay, but let's be real, right? And 
we can we can get into this you know it might, it might be required more time but it's not like Dave only makes you know jokes about the LGBT. Right? I mean, there's black, then nigga, there's black jokes he makes sometimes. I'm like, God damn, that shit's funny, but it's also kind of fucked up, nigga. Right, right. And 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 the problem and the problem I have with 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 some of these communities, right? If you go on YouTube, right, right, and go search comedians, right, just go watch the shit. Let's just say for two days, you just watch nothing but stand up comics, right? right? You can't. You there's no way you can only be mad at Dave. Oh, bro! And, and look, bro. look, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to shift. The white comedians be killing me, bro. And look, man, I'm not. I'm not gonna see and try to deflect blame or none of that shit. But look, man, the shit he said there, he's not just talking about comedy, right? It's 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 a it's a it's an analogy for life, my nigga. Right. Right. That's so yeah. Work. Yeah, right. And 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 feel how you want to about the community, right? They've been make. They've started out making jokes about black folks, right? That's where yeah. he started. That's where he started. So if anybody should be mad, right? Let's be real. Should, if anybody has a right or deep down right to be mad, who should it be? It should be start with niggas. Yeah, it should be start with niggas. True, true. Right? All right. Right? And when it comes to the, the tally, right? Let, let's tally his jokes, right? Let's tally his black jokes, his white jokes, his LTB joke, LTBT, LGBTQ plus jokes, right? Yeah. All of that, right? What does tally look like? How how comes we ain't mad? How comes we ain't mad? I'm not. I'm not. Never mad. First of all, I don't get. No, I mean, and and again, you know, the the that community, they they're they they're subjected to a whole bunch of shit, right? Right. right. And and nobody nobody is getting away from that. But it's like you use him, you know, you use somebody like Dave Chappelle, you know, what I'm saying to to throw your targets at, right? Right. You know, what I'm saying he the he's not the one that's committing the crimes, and you know, what I'm saying like look at the government, look at all the rights that they stripped away from, you know, LGP LG folks, trans folks in the military. Right. There's so many things that go on sometimes. I'm like, yo, that, that's the energy. That's the energy you got for that person. What about the government? Right. We all niggas out for the for the energy for, for the government. <laughs> they don't have it, man. It's not it's not the same energy. They don't have it. So, so that, that that's my people, thing, man. But people pick and choose easy targets, man. It is that is true. Um, but uh overall, man, that that stand-up, man, it um it made me look back at some of these these jobs I worked recently, and it's like you know, there, there's nothing you can do, right? What, like, w- w- what happens when you say you want your joke back, right? And <laughs> you know that the whole, <laughs> that whole scene was funny when he's like, "Hey, I, I want to buy your joke or give me my joke back," right? It, w- it was funny because it's like, I-, I get what he was saying. It's like sometimes you got to go to a motherfucker and be like, "Yo, that that's not right," right? Or just be able to stand up to a motherfucker. And sometimes that shit don't always go when you stick your chest out. Sometimes a nigga punch you in the chest. It don't, man. It don't. It don't, man. Or they, <laughs> right? no, it's, not, it's not. A, it's not a punch in the chest, man. It's more of a. I'm a fake like punching you in the chest and kick you in the nuts, man. Draymond Green style. Yeah, that's and, all. You know, sometimes some of this shit is um is a learning experience, right? Like when he said, uh, "Don't go, don't come between a man and his meal or a man and his money," right? Um. And I don't know, man, it's just, it's just something about, you know, trusting a company, putting your trust in, in whether it's a company or the people. Right. Right. And thinking that we're on good terms. Right. Just to find out that y'all are fucking me over. Right. I'm, I'm here laughing. It's not like, yeah, I'm good. But actually, there's a nigga right behind me with a knife. That's just waiting. Right. And, and, and that's and that, that's kind of how I felt about it, man. But, um, you know. It's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, because I got <laughs> I got let go from a job, man, because I complained about a uh, direct deposit fee. <laughs> and they were like, yo, yeah, we got to get this motherfucker out of here. Like, got fired for it. Got to get a lawyer. But, you know, that's what happens. 
That's what happens. All right. So <laughs> I got that story for you, right? What story? So this this comes from uh Hungary. Okay. Yeah. Belgium, Belgium, Hungary. All right. So a well-known uh white right right wing politician, right? Went on went on a whole tirade about quarantining, um, staying home and all that. Um, he was also one of those huge anti-LGBTQ folks. Yeah. Right? Huge, he's really he really don't fuck with them. However, um the police found 25 naked men gathering um somewhere in the city. It turns out it was a 25 man orgy orgy and that same politician <laughs> <laughs> or a 24 man including that one dude. Oh, right. Man. Um we not we not we not uh we're not shaming nobody if you like what you like. However, however, again, like what you like, love who you love. However, if you're gonna tell me to stay home and not quarantine and that I shouldn't be, you know, I should love who I love. I expect you to keep that same energy, bro. I don't expect to find you in a 25-man orgy. <laughs> oh, bro. I'm weak, man. Yo. And this was a this was a politician, you said? Yeah. His name is... Uh, oh, man. Bro. Joseph Sager. It wasn't... It wasn't no... You sure it wasn't no chicks there, man? They said it's 25 dudes, drugs, and some backpacks. Oh, man, I'm weak. <laughs> ah, bruh. You got to be shitting me, man. Yeah, man, I've never heard anything like this before. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> ah, I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak, bro. <laughs> oh man, hell no! Nah. All right, all right. That's that's why I, <laughs> I can't even elaborate on it, bro. Like at all, I can't even elaborate on that. That's just some that's some crazy stuff, man. Like, why would you even all why right. would you even bring that? Why would you even bring that to me? You know, I'm childish, bro. I know, but I say that to say this, right? Um, there's another one. This one, this one was um, homegrown. Um, at least forty-one people known to attend and attended a Sooners party in New Orleans. Um, so the gist of it is that you know they're all in all all in either a mansion or a crib or whatever, and somebody decided you know take, they decided hey we fuck Corona right so we all just, <laughs> so we all just, just fucking and swinging no mask right. Like, what the fuck do you expect? Like, my nigga, who throws? <laughs> who throws? Like, 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 you know, fuck the 25 man orgy, right? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> hey, hey, what about wait. <laughs> wait, are they staying there? Are they staying there for like two weeks quarantining like they're supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, man. Um, let's see. One of those attendees was hospitalized, um, has since been released. Um, the, the, the organizer of the annual naughty and gnarling swingers 
gathering. <laughs> Most of the cases were asymptomatic or very mild, he said. If I could go back in time, I would not produce this event again. That's fucking I wouldn't wild. do it again if I knew that, if I knew what I knew now. Like, the fuck you, like, it's that's, not the beginning of the pandemic. That's fucking wild, man. That's wild. Like, who the fuck? Oh, my goodness, man. You know, the one in Europe, I, I can kind of see only because their coronavirus ain't as bad. That's, that's I mean, that's, nah, man. You know what I'm I, can't, I can't see it even then, man. 25 <laughs> dudes? What if it was 25 females? I still can't see it. Nah? Nah. But 41? If you had to pick one to be in. It'd be, of course it'd be the females, huh? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the, the 25 one, 25 dudes, or 41 people just, you know, assorted. But we know the woman 41 got coronavirus. Nah, right? nigga. <laughs> <laughs> As we see, nigga, none of the above. <laughs> <laughs> all right man so uh so we it took us a, it took us an hour to get through the main topics that you know the, the 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 potatoes part of the episode right 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 <laughs> you want to get to the meat part of the episode the meat part you want what the meat part okay the meat part all right yeah man the main topic you know, we got meats and potatoes. Meats and potatoes. <laughs> oh, man. Just, just meats over here, man. All right. So the main topic today is uh, getting a flight, man, and working the gates. Uh, after, I, after I got the realization that, yo, this is what I'm going to be doing, like, I was actually cool with it. Like, mm-hmm. I was straight, because I work nights. You know what I'm saying? I was straight with it. I'm usually okay. with a, a AFP person. Um, Air Force police civilian kind of part. Right. And, like, they knew, you know, they they knew more about the job than I did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, yeah, a lot of them are, are like either military police or they were security forces and they just pretty much got out and doing the civilian version on, right. on an Air Force base or a military base. Right. So, like, yeah. that's who I, that's what I had to look up to for like a year and a half. <laughs> okay. And and this AFP, was he, a, was he one of those that gave it to you real? Was he a, was he a shit bag? Was he cool? No, nah, he, like, he he gave it to me. He gave it to me like it was like gave it to you real. Yeah, about the job or just about oh. about the about the job. Like he was telling me, like yo, it's it's a chill job. Like it's pretty nothing. It's pretty much nothing on the gates except security. Like it's just he goes. It's just the bullshit that you got to deal with after work that makes our lives like completely different. And at first, I was like, yeah, I don't I don't understand. But like being in the situation, I was like, damn, I I guess I do. You know what I'm saying? I guess I kind of understood what he was saying. And it's now, yeah, but at the time, it's, it's hard for you to fi- understand some shit that you don't understand. Right. Yeah. Right. Because, like, yeah. now I pretty much do the same fucking job. And it's like, uh, I understand what he's talking about. I don't have the extra bullshit attached to it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the job itself is fucking easy, but it's just the, the other things that's attached to it that make the job what it is. Okay. All right. So, you're, you're young, 19. You, you know, it was 18 or 19. Uh, eighteen. Okay, so the time you got to Tendo, you was what about nineteen? Uh, nineteen, I Tendo, yeah. Nineteen. Okay, so a young nineteen-year-old dude, you got the whip. You you work in the gates now. What what was your like? What was it like for you? You know, getting up your routine, getting to work. What what, what was that like? Was it difficult? Was it hard adjusting to? You said you worked nights. I mean, it was it was hard getting getting into it at first. Um, mm-hmm. 
not nearly as hard as working days because like i honestly thought that would have been easier but that was mm. way harder than working nights yeah um you get to the squadron at five right or ish right <laughs> or like so, six four <laughs> who are the you josh now i ain't talking about me one time you get to the squadron so working I, nights. i usually i usually get to the squadron about 15 20 minutes you know what I'm saying? Sometimes even five minutes, you know what I'm saying, before uh before guard mount. You know what I'm saying? Just oh, shit. Mount. Okay. All right. Um I was one of those people. So yeah, I would show up at like what time we had to be there? Five? Yeah. But later they got later. really they got really weird about that shit, about you know, arming up and then just running to the guard mount room. Yeah. But but before we even get to that, right? So try to get try to remember what it was like for you when you first got the flight, right? Because remember, you're fresh out of security forces tech school, you know, the well, arming I, up, and then when I, first, you know, when I first got the flight, I was trying to be hot shit because I wanted to ride around patrol. And oh, so you're trying to be top speed. Yes, yes. High, so, high speed, no drag. Yeah. So one night, one night I was working. Um, I remember this shit because I was working. Um, uh, Illinois Gate. Mm-hmm. And this was back before the construction was there. And they had that stop sign right there by the gate. And okay, I wasn't there just yet. Okay. I think I got there about a year later after you. No, and was there was there like a stop sign when you go through Illinois? I don't remember. Okay. But I remember I remember there being construction on both sides. All right. So yeah, before that you like you could you could come in through the gate, uh past the gate shack and pretty much turn mm-hmm. turn right. Um and then you could turn and come out. But um Anyway, fucking somebody had put me on game and we we're like, yo, I'm trying to I'm trying to get on patrol again. I was like, yo, you're you're A1C. Like, how the fuck are you getting on patrol? He was like, I've been writing tickets. Ooh. You've been writing tickets where? He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, here at the gate. I was like, how are you getting tickets at the gate? Yeah. He was like, people blow that stop sign all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, word. Yo, I oh, would, okay. Okay, I remember now. Before yeah. before they did the serpentine yeah. thing with the gate where you had to yeah. weave around. Okay, I yeah. remember you now. Yeah. Yeah. But I racked up so many tickets, like I want to say it was like within uh probably like a month. I was riding around police one on the flight line side, bro. Just off uh being high speed. Just off being high speed. And when we and and you're how many tickets in in what time span? Uh Shit. Probably, probably about. I'll probably say about fifty or sixty tickets in a month's time God frame. Damn. Off and that one. Just, off that one stop sign. Just people blowing that ticket. And you just writing them up for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Out> like. <laughs> hey, but the Air Force, that ticket ain't gonna ain't gonna go nowhere. They straight. <laughs> They'll be all right. Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, I mean, it got to the, like a. It got a, to the point. It got to the, like when I first started writing them, like. I was like, man, screw this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is too much. Da da da. Just like uh Gary Owen. Motherfucker mm-hmm. was an MP. He was an MP, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you seen us, you seen that stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you talking about how long the paperwork was? Mm. <laughs> yeah, because that's right. You had to enter them tickets into um into Sifmus. Yeah, Sifmus. Yeah. And was that so at the time, did you have an account or did somebody have to do it for you? Uh after I wrote after I wrote about 15 tickets, I got an account. Nah, that's not getting annoying. 
<laughs> and so as far as, you know, the ticket writing process goes, right, for you, did you remember from tech school? Did you have any help? Or was it just like you figuring out on you and just trying to be high speed to show them that, that you know what you're doing? Well, I learned, like I said, I learned from the one airman. I don't remember his name. I think, actually, I think his name was Kel. Robert Kel. Yeah, it was Kel. Kel? Yeah, I think it was his name. Kel. Okay. But. The shot at Kel. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had, he had told me about that shit. And I was like, all right. So I pretty much learned from him, like on that one. And that okay. shit helped out. That shit helped out a lot. Uh, and so you get put on patrol. Was there any kind of like. Attaboy, good job, keep up the good work, here's patrol type thing, or just like one day you show up and you're on police one. No, I showed up and I was on police one. Okay. And for and for for the whole for the whole night, huh? For the whole I even night. had bro, I even had a uh was it was a flight chief? Who won that? Somebody was like flight chief for a day. No, somebody was supposed to be flight chief for a day. Certain dodge reneged on that. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so when, so you end up becoming police one, was that temporary or was that permanent? No, it was only temporary. Temporary. Okay. Yeah. So like every now and then. It was like a reward just for. Uh, okay. So, but nothing like we going to uh, rotate you type thing. It's just like this one time and then never again or just occasionally. No, I got, I got my chances after that. Um, okay. I was, um, I wind up being um, security alpha. I wind up being like four. Uh, was it four alpha when they had a patrol with a yeah. two or three? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, we're not alpha, but um, uh, lead. Um, mm-hmm. So that was one. As thing. A, that as was A one C. Yeah, as A one C. Yeah, yeah, lead. So, not alpha. Okay. Okay. So, well, I mean, honestly, man, like that's that's not normal, right? No, like, not. I mean, obviously you got your, you know, you got. And this is be, this is be, and this is before, this is before uh, losing rank as well. Yeah. So, you know, you have your super super smart people when you know they get the flight, they snatch them up, they you know put. A, I remember it was uh, uh, I was in tech school with uh, Mazzetti, right? I remember he told me he had a degree and all. And I was like, yeah, yeah, nigga, we going to the same base, we same job. I got a forty nine, you got a ninety something. Your abs, abs, shit, don't matter. Right. Yes, it does. Because as soon as he got a the flight, they put him on the desk. And I, <laughs> I'm saying to myself, like, ain't no difference between me and him. <laughs> yes, the fuck there is. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, um, so yeah, we're talking about the, the gate check, right? So you get indoctrinated. You start checking IDs. You know, um, what was that like for you? You know, and I'm going to keep referencing, you know, the I'm from, I'm a young Cleveland dude. I'm in Florida on the insulation. You know, checking IDs from motherfuckers try to get to the flight line or try to get to the main base. Uh, do, you, do you do you take time to like think about that transition for yourself? I, I think I've thought about it like during that time, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I still remember like some of the things that I feel like um, just being from a larger city. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, it's very very a, a very diverse city, and then mm-hmm. like coming to uh, a place that's not kind not too kind uh or not too friendly or don't want my kind around uh in the city and then combine that with a base that's also in that city mm, yeah it wasn't the best feeling wasn't mm-hmm. the best feeling at all and and you're talking about wow this is you felt like this like while you were on duty or just in general on duty off duty like mm-hmm. just yeah just in general yeah so 
Okay. And you know, you as a you as a young brother, right? Working the main working the main ECP, right? Does that that didn't did that ever stick out to you, make you feel any type of way, anything like that? Sometimes it did because I would look at who was on the gates and who was on flight line. Um things like that. So like you you would see that like that favoritism, right? Mm-hmm. That, that good old boy club and things like that. But like, then they would, they, would say, they would blame it on tenure. Like who's been there the longest, which I, yeah. I agree with, but not all the time. Right. But and so and, and and is this something you recognize from like the get go or was it like gradual? Because like, you know, they 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 put out a roster, but you know, there's definitely certain people on the roster who they will always freely move around, right? Right. And and I even noticed even for like the 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 people who were who got to the base, you know, at the same time as me. Right. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, he, he on the gate, but he mostly, you know, on the flat line as an alpha or something like that. I'm saying to myself, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? What am I not doing? I'm, I'm studying my CDCs. I'm, I'm right. spitting out my reporting statement, you know. Like, that's so, another thing, too. Like, them fucking CDCs. I think I got like a 90 something on the on the fucking CDC test, man. Like, this shit was just mad fucking easy. I think I got like a 70, 78, 70 something. Uh-huh. Shit was dumb easy, man. I mean, I wouldn't say dumb easy. You know, it's okay for us to to struggle. You know, <laughs> we, we all we all learn differently. You know, Josh, and not everybody is smart. As you know, not not everybody can you know uh, convert their street smarts to other shit. You know. Um. So you work in the gate. You know what? What was it like? Um, your first time working the gate chat, or like your first shift. You know, you security forces now, you got your gun, you got your LE belts, you got your vest, you top flight security. My first got, my yeah, first night you got your beret. My well, my first night working a gate, uh, I wanna say it was like my second or third night um mm-hmm. working flight. I wanna say it was my second night working flight. Um I work I wind up working Saber Gate, which was straight because I work nights, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it was a quiet. Yeah, it was quiet as shit. Um and back then they had hunters that came on, but uh, I got there midsummer, so it wasn't hunting season yet. It wasn't hunting season, yeah. Okay. Um, and what what is it like? Um, to get a little bit more specific now. What is it like being a lead versus being an alpha on the gate? If if anything, uh, I really honestly, there I, I didn't when I worked the gates with somebody lead or alpha. Well, I know what I did later on when, when you're the lead. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm getting to. When you're the lead versus the alpha, right? There's, there's definitely, you know, hey, you do this, I do this. But I want to know what you, what, what. So when you were the, the alpha, right? When right. you had the, you know, the airman who had like a little bit more seniority than you. You're that's, the. That's the thing. You, though. I never was it never really, like? It? I never really worked with with when I got when I got the tendo. Mm-hmm. There was there was so so high of a need for security forces. We didn't have anybody. That's why we had. Uh, the the Air Force police. Oh, okay. So there, I didn't was, know that. there was always an Air Force police at every and, gate, and one and one one military. It was okay. so it was so bad. They had uh, the Air Force police running highway patrols. Mm, yeah, I, I I remember that. I mean, that happened when, even even when I was there, and I remember you know there being some issues of you know guys writing tickets but they're not certified, or you know guys doing shit that like they're not certified to do, and it's like y'all just asking to get you know ripped open, ripped apart in court. But hey, I'm just a young nineteen year old motherfucker that don't know shit, so right, whatever. Um, 
Okay, so it sounds like it was it was a pretty different experience for you. What was what was the overall treatment that you got, you know, from those AFP guys? Oh, uh, it was pretty fucking good, man. Like I liked all of them guys, man. Yeah. Um shit, the one the one that I liked the most, uh Emmett. This this dude, and the reason why I say it like this dude, no <laughs> name sound familiar. <laughs> he was uh he was a he was a fat dude, but he was <laughs> He was always saying some sexual, some borderline harassment, sexual shit, man, about like chicks, not not to like <laughs> dudes or anything like that. But on the gate, yeah, man, like <laughs> motherfuckers would drive through and like you're like, yo, bro, like if they heard that, I'm pretty sure you'd be going to jail or losing your job. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, there's one AFP in particular. He used to always. He was always reference um some old ass porno. It's like Debbie does Dallas. That, that's, probably, that's probably him. No, 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 no. He um who I'm thinking about, I, I remember his name. <laughs> right. It's it is <laughs> I remember exactly who it is. But like he also be like, hey, you see them, you see, you see them knockers on her right there. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> the car ain't even that far. <laughs> Yo, they don't be caring on them gates, man. They don't be giving a fuck. Or like, I remember something that used to happen a lot is well not happen a lot, but you know, every now and then you got one of these old ass, you know, AFP fuckers come up to you and be like, Hey man, come look at these titties. You know, I met I met her online. I'm like, what? <laughs> yo, you remember the dude uh he would always be like uh be like, yo, you, you wanna see my Pride and Joy? And he'd pull out a picture of uh some Pride and Joy soap. Nah. I remember nah. the dude that was always telling like magic jokes though. Yeah, that's the same cat. That's him? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Um, all right. So working together, right? Um, right. you 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 you've we we both worked the gates enough to know, you know, the how to get through the day, right? Mm-hmm. Um for you though, um when when does or when when has working the gates been fun, right? Because it's not always been, you know uh happy go lucky days right or, or i'm sorry it's not it's not always happy go lucky right some days this shit just fucking sucks but how do you make it make the day fun or is there certain people or how, how, how does it work for you because i know i got my ways certain people make the gate fun first of all especially okay. Especially, okay. especially working days it was this one cat uh ray not ah uh, okay okay you, you the, the white dude ray oh white ray okay i white, i am white ray Spradlin. Oh shit. Nah. No. Nah. That's I I know how to beep it out now, so I'm I'm gonna have to beep that. <laughs> okay, but but anyway. Yeah, about his whole he, government. He, <laughs> he had like the same demeanor as me. And one day for some for some particular reason, uh Flight Chief had put it together and shit. And we were like, yo, you know what it'd be fun? Like if we actually get posted together, like we can just fuck with people all day. And that's what we did like the past <laughs> time. Like just denying people entry for like dumb shit, like because we had to scan that, we had to scan the IDs. Like yo, I'm not about to look that shit up. I'm not about to call the desk. Like yo, go to the fucking visitor center, get a uh, get an ID. You know what I'm saying? Or get a get a pass and come back. Like we just shit on people the whole day to make us feel better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I wasn't expecting that fucking answer, but all right, cool, cool. Um, what what else? Um, I know for me. Um, or or well, also when we had when we had augmentees, yeah, we we pretty much make them do all the fucking work, make them work all day. Yeah, yeah. we used to do that too. Like, <laughs> especially if it was like a 
a car come around a corner, like, hey, go get it. Man. I'm just gonna pretend <laughs> like I don't see it. But you know, a lot of um, hey, shout out to a couple of them augmentees, man, because a couple of them really, re- really, we ended up being cool with. Um, but uh, but definitely, man. It's uh, what what else? What, what else for you is there? You know that kind of help make your day. Days or nights don't don't matter. Or even being being. Or do you work the gates overseas? Uh, when I was in Korea. I barely no 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 no. When you was in uh, Qatar, oh man, I rode the fucking gates in Qatar. The main gate, mm. I rode that motherfucker. That that main that big ass main ECP. Yeah, that so, separates uh, it, uh, CC from the other from the other side. Yeah, yeah. So you you talking about ECP where everybody lived that right? The one the main one you got to go yes. through the yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now uh, ECP like that when we were there, I think it, you had to have at least like it three to four, four posted. It was four people. Yeah. And so that's something that, that's something else that's interesting, right? They don't really teach you in textual is that hey, sometimes you'll have like four people in a line that y'all spread out, right? And y'all have to all be actively looking, checking, and making sure that no car gets through or nobody actually, you know, forgets to miss a car. Or if there is leadership coming, you know, hey, we gotta shout that shit out, right? Right. Um talk talk about the the I guess the minutia of it, I guess in a sense, because it's like it can easily go south is what I'm trying to say. Right. I mean, in, the, in that situation of like that ECP. Yeah. Or just working a big ass ECP in general. Right. Well, there's a lot the, going. That's the biggest ECP I've ever worked. Me too. So that's. Um, and, and then, you know, there's Tyndall Gate when, you know, it's like super rush hour. Obviously, we got we had the four lanes. I mean, I think, it's, it's still I think the, same the, biggest, the biggest thing would probably be the search pit. I think that would be the biggest one. Yeah. I never really. I worked a search pit at Tyndall, but. Um, I think Qatar was a little bit more, you know, high stress, high, high speed in a sense, because, yeah. you know, motherfuckers just coming through that shit every day. And it's one of them, you know, um, our, our, what, what, what do you call it? The base where people go to relax. Oh, uh-huh. our, R&R. Yeah. The R&R. So, you know, a lot of people is coming. What was it? What was it like for you? You know, being in that setting, knowing that like, yo, like I've never worked with four people, you know, on one gate like that. I mean, it was straight. Like um, most of the most of the time, like the people you got posted with, like was chill. Mm-hmm. There was a scene. It was like everybody was either E three or below, or I'm sorry, E four or below. Yeah. So or a high ranking A one C. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, in my case, in my case, I was just a regular A one C at the time. But yeah. Um, yeah, man, like it was it was pretty chill because like you build a bomb with them, and it's like y'all on the same fucking flight. Y'all gonna get off at the same time. So. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all gonna be posted together again somewhere because they like when I was there. I know they like to try to keep the same people posted together um, to build that. I guess that uh, what that relationship some some kind of way you know, that that working relationship. But yeah. So uh, what 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 is it like when you know somebody fuck up on the gate? Like because I remember one time I was posted with a staff sergeant, right? And we're doing the thing where we're so we're uh, relieving the gate, right? The main ECP at, at Qatar. And her hunter unit, hunter unit is one of the few that can relieve a gate because it's four for four. Right. Right. So we're all, we're all there, you know, waving people through. And I remember it was a, just a breakdown in communication. It was a person, he was in a, he was in a different country's military, but we had seen him before, right? right. He was an officer. And the way we set up, it was like we send like every every three cars or every four cars, right? right? And I just remember that the car that was supposed to stop was was supposed to be the person before me. And I'm thinking, all right, he got it, and he just kind of rolled through. 
And then after he rolled through, me and the staff sergeant just kind of look at each other like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I was like, did you get him? He's like, nah, did you get him? I was like, nah. <laughs> so we just kind of look at each other and be like. Pretend that shit never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend that shit never happened, bro. In my head, I'm Let's like, yo, what is this motherfucker is like a, a bad guy, right? Right. But like shit like that happens sometimes. Sometimes it's just a complete just fucking breakdown in community. I mean, we ended up going to see we ended up like seeing him in an, in the child hall like shortly after that. Right. But still, you know, there's this shit happens. And what if he blew up just, the child hall when I was there, man? Like that's some wild shit, man. Like I mean, I, probably, I don't know if I'll be here talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you be here by yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, not not trying to make light, you know, because you know that's <laughs> nothing to joke about. But you know, we all here, we all alive. Um, you know, but that was just something that kind of stood out to me. You know, it should happen sometimes. Um, what is it like working in gate with somebody you fucking hate or can't stand? Ah, oh, man. It is, the, it is the fucking words. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's the longest fucking days, man. It is the worst. Like you gotta you gotta mentally prepare for that shit. Like back then, I would I would probably take about two packs of cigarettes to work with me. Oh. <laughs> if I knew I had to work the gate with somebody, especially if it was um well. Yeah, especially if it was, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, if it was like Saber, okay, I can walk over to that little abandoned VCC mm-hmm. and smoke over there. Um, yeah. If it was Tendo, I, I can, you know, say I'm walking on the other side of the, the fence. Yeah, but yeah. I just I would bring I would bring a lot of stuff to, to stay yeah. entertained. Do you, you know, do y'all talk? Do you, or is it just a bare minimum? Hey, you're our, or hey, flight chief here, or is it just you just keep it as professional as you can? I, or, or, you, or, you, you can try, but you know, saying something, some conversation is going to come up, and then you're going you're gonna to be forced to talk. Agreed. I it, mean, it, it, it's, it's 12 hours, man. I, I agree. And you know, um, it's just, and I brought it up for a reason, you know. The military, unfortunately, at times forces us to like have these relationships with people that we probably would never have, right? Because there's a lot of guys who are, you know, I'm a, I'm from the south, south everything, fuck everything else, right? I don't want to hear shit about it, right? Right. We gotta work with, we we gotta work with them, right? We gotta, we gotta see the Confederate flag on your car. We gotta, we, we gotta hear the little bullshit conversation you have on the side when you smoking. We think we ain't listening, right? <laughs> and, and we gotta deploy with you and. I find it so interesting that, like, despite all of that, right, we can still be pretty cool with some of them. I mean, yeah, for the most part. Right. And and that's something that, you know, again, it's because you are forced into these relationships. But, you know, I kind of find it interesting because there's guys that I, you know, like my roommate in Qatar, complete opposite, complete opposite of me. White guy, you know, he a right wing guy. You ain't had nobody nobody from your uh, your team? Yeah, no, you ain't had nobody from from your team as your. Wow. Nope, man, nobody. But um, but yeah, this guy that um we had nothing in common. The only thing that we had in common while we was deployed together was the fact that both our girlfriends fucking left us high and dry. Oh man, and that was and that was enough. That was enough for us to fucking have a bond. I never thought me and him would be cool. You know, once we um 
you know, went our separate ways. We didn't really talk that much anymore. And, you know, that's that's part of the the conversation I brought up earlier where thinking about people who you, you know, may have just come across briefly. But this dude, you know, obviously we 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 share the same room. We had we had opposite work schedules, but we had the same days off. Right. So there's be times where, you know, he's talking to his girl and I'm like, damn, it's not exactly identical to the shit I'm dealing with. Right. Right. And then, you know, we ended up getting cool and, and, and you know, be, being cool to a certain extent. But, you know, I just kind of um, it's just funny that you that we that we kind of got on that tangent where it's like there's times where I'm on the gate. I'm like, I can't stand this little fucker, man. <laughs> but we gonna we're going to make it through the day. But on the flip side of that, um, for me, the gates didn't really gates didn't really get fun for me or interesting until like I came back from Qatar. Cause at that point I started getting a little bit more, more patrol. So it's like, I don't have to dread being on the gate so much, but when I got to Qatar, the people who are got back from Qatar, when we got back from Qatar, the young A1Cs, they was all cool. Right. All right. So next thing um, we got is, you know, making it through the long days, right? Uh, The days where we know you're just going to be on the gate all day. You know, yeah, your 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 lead or your patrolman, whoever it is, we know they ain't really coming to check on you a whole lot. So it's just you and your alpha. You know, what are some of the things that y'all do to to make it through the days? Oh, man, those days, usually, usually when that shit happens, though, in my experience, usually when I got a lead that doesn't come back and check on us and we're at the gate, um, I'm usually with a pretty chill person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and we usually found shit to do the past time. Um, I know one person when I was on flight, like we would play uh, when this was back in 2009, 2008, um, that time frame. We would play Nintendo DS on the flight line or on the gates. Mm, uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Link up, you know what I'm saying? Like like all the security units? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's dope. Do, that's dope. Do shit like that. Like just yeah. the past time. Like we know this motherfucker's not coming out here. Like yeah. all we all we have is each other pretty much so yeah 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 i remember there's some times on the fly like, especially working nights man it's like yo even though they think we're about to have a shitty night it's right. about to be lit it's about to be lit right right yeah we'll um maybe next episode we'll we'll, we'll go over flight line but i remember man like working nights I don't know. It just so happened that you know all the brothers and, and the sisters was, oh, was on the flight always, line. Always on. I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> how that worked out. I don't know. No, especially on the flight line though, like Tindall Gate Alpha One or or Security One through whatever the fuck. Blackout. Black. 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 Blackity black. <laughs> black. Um. So uh, another thing for you, right, or or for us, um, what was it like when you're on post, you're taking your shit seriously, and you're scanning, you're looking for threats, you hearing be like, hey, there's a suspicious suspicious vehicle on Highway 98, or you know, we got an exercise that might be ready to kick off. So you know, you're you're in the moment, you're you're focused. Um, what is that, Josh? Like, same as any other one. I mean. When I when I first when I when I first did the exercises and, and things like that and QCs like I took it like super super serious you know what I'm saying like hundred mm-hmm. percent but then I, I I ain't gonna lie I got complacent and I already knew what to do and what to expect so yeah um pretty, so, pretty so, your emo- so your emotions and your your blood your blood sugars just are or blood levels is just like normal at that point right right so so let me ask you, so so so. Is complacency and just being ready for the moment the same thing? 
No. Right. Right. Because they, they tell us not to com- get complacent, right? Not to not to slouch at the gate or be at parade rest or you, you know what I'm saying? These things that they claim make us complacent, right? But there's there's complacency, there's being ready. And I, I think there, there's a difference between the two, right? Because that to because you just described somebody who's just been through the ringer and all right, I'm just ready for it to get to the real shit. Right. So is there a difference between complacency and being ready? Yes, there's a big difference. Um, mm-hmm. You can well, you can be you can be you can be complacent and still be ready. Mm-hmm. So they're not they're not the same thing. Okay, and and you know our superiors, I think sometimes confuse complacency with you know um, with perception, right? Right. Now, in in your opinion, what does what 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 does complacency look like to us around us? For me, it would be uh, the ability to. The ability not not being able to uh, react at a certain time, you know what I'm saying, with certain okay. speed or something like that. So, like in the case that they're making of like having your hands in your pocket and shit like that, uh, somebody take a swing at you, you, you know, you gotta get your shit out your pocket. You know what I'm saying? If you at parade rest or slouching or something like, you gotta fix your posture before you can strike back. Mm-hmm. Not only that, yeah. you gotta you gotta get out the way. So yeah, but but again, right? We we not we typically don't deal with situations by ourselves, you know. And if we're in that situation, it's like. I'm probably not gonna have my hands in my pocket. So I'm, I'm not talking about for other people. I'm just talking about for you. Because what you just described to me that that doesn't sound that that sounds like an example that somebody would give of right. somebody being complacent, right? right. But again, but that's what, that's what I would think though. Okay, that's that's what you would think. Right. I, don't know. I, I, I think to think. me to to me it's like just not having like, and I've seen it right, not having. People not being self aware, right? So it's not about just being ready for the threat. It's just like, hey, fucking look up in front of you, right? There's there's motherfuckers on the gate. Who, well, that's that's true. It, it, like it'd, right? be, it'd be dangerous right in front of them, or um, exactly some shit right? like they're, that, right? And they're, they're cro- crossing the street, not paying attention, straight up oblivious to it on the phone until like the last second somebody pulls up. Right? You know like me, like me personally, the way I would get caught slipping is like. All right. Well, I'm trying to finish this cigarette, you know, before this before this car speed up. Right? <laughs> for, for for me, I think for everybody, it's, it's a little bit different, you right. know. But um, definitely that whole uh, perception is reality thing. I I am not a fan of, right? Because just because somebody perceives you a certain way, it's like okay, well, that's that's the that's the image we got of you, and that's it, right? I don't, I don't give a fuck, fuck your perception. That's, that's pretty much, but that's pretty much the way people work, though. Yeah, but what but what has that done for people like you and me, right? I know you, you know me, right? right? What is it? What is it like when somebody comes up and sees Josh, right? You're not you're not the, the most chipperest person at the gate. Here, here's your ID. ID, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Is it fair for that person to have a certain perception of you at that point because that because of that one thing or because of what they heard, right? I mean, if you nah. don't if you don't know somebody, I mean that's that's the only thing you got to go off of. Agreed, but then we know. We know what uh, perception means in security. I'm just talking about security forces, right? The right. perception is reality, right? right? We know what that means. Hey, we think you're shit back, so you're shit back. Or we think you're this person, so you're this person. Right. I mean, is it right? No, it's, it's not right because I've been I've been in that situation pretty much the whole time in security forces uh, after coming back from Qatar uh, up until I left Sendo. Um So, is it right? No. Because when I got to when I got somewhere else, you know, what I'm saying like none of that shit even mattered because nobody knew the backstory. So it's like I was still the same person, but I was a completely different person. Yeah, and and again, man, like we 
and the reason I don't like it is because this this perception is reality shit. That shit don't apply to everybody, right? Because just like how you and I, you know, we get we getting our fuck ups, you know, whether no matter where it is, right? We one thing I know about you and I, right? We have been held accountable in private, in public, wherever the fuck you want to call it, right? Hey, you fucked up. This is your fuck up. You got to fix it, right? The problem I have is the motherfuckers that do the same thing and the shit don't even ever come to light. Mm. Nobody ever even finds out about the shit, right? right. Oh, we, we not only are we not going to keep it at the lowest level, we're not even going to mention it to anybody. That that's the problem I have with with security forces and a culture, right? Certain people, oh, we got to upload, we got to upload the laws. AFI so and so says fuck you. All these different things, right? right. We going we going to document it. Everything. Oh, but this is so and so. Uh, well, you know, we're going to try to keep this at the lowest level. So, you know, I'm I'm going to ride your ass for the next few months. And, you know, I'm going to make sure that you're 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 at my side. Right. I'm going to make sure that I'm a, I'm always on you for the next three months. But I'm not going to say nothing. Right. right? That That's what I don't like. Right. That, and, you know, if that's the case, you need to you need to you need to get that shit out to everybody. Right. Because some of these whiskey bravos. Right. If I'm being honest, some of the shit that I've seen them get away with makes makes me want to go on like a snitching spree. Right. That, that's <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. Hey, you bitch. Hey, hey, you. To, I saw you one time doing that illegal shit. You about to you, pull you a, a Takashi? A Takashi? That <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, just a whiskey bottle. As, as the kids, as the kids call it, snitch nine, man. Snitch nine. That's, snitch. that's pretty. Snitch, snitch nine. That's that's pretty. That's pretty good. But nah, man. You know, I just see some of the shit that our counterparts, you know, just kind of skate with. And I'm like, that's actually illegal. That that should actually put that motherfucker in jail. Right. But here you are hemming me up for some shit that, you know, that's that's already bought and paid for with my own money. <laughs> and I got the receipt to prove it. <laughs> but um, you know, I know we, we kind of got off tangent, but you know, gates is gates. Um what is your overall um uh what what was your overall experience on it on a gate check? You know, as you know, from day one to you be not in the military. Um I know, and you know, I know this topic is is not as interesting as I thought it would have been. Maybe we should have combined it with the flight line, but um, like gates, uh, what, gates alone. So like, so I can I can go back to the lead the leads versus alphas uh, topic. So like being being on the gate. Well, later on, you know, what I'm saying, in my Tendo days when we got away from the uh, AFPs and had more yeah more military, um, being a lead. Like I was a fucking asshole. I ain't even gonna lie. For real? Yeah, I was a I was a straight asshole. I would make so I would make I would pretty much make my alpha do all the fucking work. Okay, so they they doing the changeover, making sure shit clean, taking out the trash. I would I would handle that part. I ain't even gonna lie. Like I handle that, but like the changeovers. Yeah, the changeover I would handle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but as far as like doing all the work, like yeah, that's that's you. All right, so you say doing all the work, you mean like checking IDs? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nigga, fuck that. Work at night? Hell nah. Work at night? Hell nah. You got it. You got it. Work at night? Hell nah. Tell, Tell me. me some shit like that. We fight on the game track, bro. <laughs> I mean, because you only had you only had cars coming in like what? If you think you was gonna tell me, hey, you gonna work this shit for the whole night? Nah, bro, we <laughs> we scrapping before the shift over. <laughs> like, I would handle, I would handle enough, I would handle enough so you can eat. <laughs> That's it. 
You're an you asshole, go, man. You need to go smoke, go smoke. You know what I'm saying? You're an asshole, you're an asshole man. <laughs> How am I just find out the shit about you, man? But I can only get away with that shit with, like, the new troops. That shit wasn't flying on nobody else. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're an asshole only... for that, man. <laughs> Um. All right. Um. But that's, that I also I also knew I was getting off flight during that time too. That's during the time when they when they started the armory flight. Um, okay. We so I didn't even care. I didn't even care no more at that point. Okay. Um. What else? What else? What else? Exercise. Exercises. Exercise. 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 <laughs> Um, uh, we, we, off so we, <laughs> so, so we both had the same flight chief at different points. Right. And we both, I'm, you know who I'm talking about. He used to be all up in trees and all that shit. Right. You talking about the one that sounds like <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the one that's a Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, what, uh, what was that like for you? Because I don't know exercises. I found them fun, but I always felt like I always felt like we just playing at half speed. So like, you know, <laughs> my first time doing an exercise with that cat, bro, was working at nights, and he was a flight chief, and um, he decided to do an exercise, and I had a, I was like, oh, I'm not a, well. First of all, let me back up. I wasn't on a um schedule on a roster, so he's like, yeah, we're gonna use you for exercise. Just chill at the desk, you know, saying da da da. So he decides to kick off the exercise. I roll with him over to the flight line. And he's like, all right, I want you to um, go over by the, the barge area and, like, act like you're peeping the windows and shit like that. Here's a rubber knife. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> One of the red rubber knives, right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm walking around the buildings, you know what I'm saying, with this fucking rubber knife. And somebody was supposed to come. Another patrol was supposed to come over there and find me. Well, nigga, there was a bear. <laughs> <laughs> The bear found you. <laughs> Yo, I was scared of shit. So, like, doing exercises with him? Yeah, fuck that, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, how, was it? Was it like a baby bear? It was a. It was a baby bear. It was a baby bear. Okay, but when I but found, when I got big enough to scare the fuck out of you, right? It was. Yeah, yeah fuck that, man. Fuck. That. Hey, all right. So, how small does have does the bear have to be to not scare you? I don't care how big it is. <laughs> I'm not messing with it, man. Even if you can kick the shit out of it, no nah, problem. I'm not, I'm not messing with it, bro. I'm not messing with it. Man. Not um, um but yeah, his his exercises were uh were pretty unique, man. Agreed. Um hey, and shout out to shout out to all the airmen out there, you know, running your exercises, getting ready for your your, your CDCs, your uh, uh QCs. Um I've I've failed, you know, here and there at times, and had to go see the chief and all that. So. Wait, you failed QCs? Yeah, yeah. How? But how? No, there's nothing in security forces. I don't think I fail at least once. How? Except the uh, except the uh, my CDCs. Oh, QC. I duh. So you know, like for me, um, the the places I fuck up in tests is like I'm always trying to all right either go back and change my answer or just kind of rush through it. And for QCs, that's where I used to always fuck up on the weapons. Like the last two numbers, I'm like, 
Yeah, this shit. Yeah. And now and now I gotta explain uh why don't you know the, the maximum effective range of a of an M4 mic? Nigga, I know it. Sometime I get on the test, I get nervous, I fuck up. I nigga, that's I, you know what's that, crazy. That's, I used that, to that's, that's that's just been my MO. But it's like having to explain to E9 or E7, you know, why you don't know something when you know it, it's it's the most it's it's the most backward argument. You can't be like, I know it, sir, because you don't be like, well, why didn't you get it right? Right. <laughs> you know? Well, you, so, you know what? You know what, though? Like, that shit was easy, man. It was. Looking looking back at it, like, I probably didn't give it enough time when I when I did fail. Because like, that's the only part that, that um going back, that I failed was the that little weapons part. But, I mean, I mean, that was, I, I failed a PT test. I failed, um, what else have I failed? Feel something else, but, but I mean, hey, I remember. <laughs> Got to bounce back, man. I remember I failed the PT test, man. I know this is off topic, but you. <laughs> so did I. I I, cha- I failed the PT test when they first when they first first changed it. You remember that shit? Yeah, when I remember the PT test. I remember that, nigga. <laughs> nigga, I'm pushing 15, 15, 15. F- nigga, you don't know how to count. <laughs> nigga, I'm on twenty two. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. You was tie that short. <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> You wasn't breaking ninety, man. Nigga, I was. I was breaking something. Nigga, I was, I was about to be breaking bad, nigga. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah. I remember. Uh, yeah, you know, shit happens, man. You wild, man. Shit happens. You know, talk, talking about talking about my failures. You know, hopefully, maybe that might be somebody listening. Thinking, you know, it's the end of the world for them. I just feel my shit. Nah, man, it's not the end of the world. Oh, not man. yet, at least. Oh man. So the, I think I failed a I failed a PT test. So I went first of all. I messed up because I went out drinking the night before a PT test. And that's another thing, niggas. I ask you, why did you fail your PT test? <laughs> Nigga, you sure you want to answer to that? Because that might just make put me in even more fucking trouble. Ah. Uh. Um. But yeah, man, that was that was something that I struggled with, man. Like when they changed that shit, I'm like, well, you know, because prior to that, it was the cumulative score, right? But after they changed it, it's like you fail one part, you fail everything, right? I'm like, and then you know, there are times when it's like, if you tell me that I just fail the push up part, right? And we we in the beginning, what's the fucking point of me fucking powering the rest, <laughs> right? If I if I you know what I'm saying it's like, and and then you know your supervisor are you still like, well, are you still required to take the rest? Well, no, but it looks bad on you. Okay, I got shit to do at work. Huh? <laughs> I said, okay. No, no, no. I got no, shit no, no, to I'm do ta- at work. No, I'm talking about when you get back to the scar, because, you know, because niggas going to be like, well, I haven't even PT test. Will I fail at what part? You know? So um, I'm telling them what part. I, well, I I powered through the rest of it, but, like, it was always shunned on, like, if you failed one part, you didn't finish the rest. When it's like, what's the fucking point? But, you know, it's the military. Even though you fail, you're supposed to keep pushing. Even so, if you're dead, you're supposed to keep, you know, you're supposed to be keep killing if you're dead. <laughs> You know? <laughs> hey man, hey those, after, still... <laughs> hey those Call of Duty Afterlife kills, man. <laughs> you niggas be shitting out the bombs. <laughs> Yo, Jameson used to hate that shit, bro. Oh man, <laughs> shoot you money ball uh, out, <laughs> brother, brother Jameson. Ah oh, man. Um. Hey, so um, I don't really got anything else. Um. How do you feel, man? This is episode six. Um, what are your thoughts on the pod? You know, we didn't we didn't shoehorn the hashtag grow the pod. 
you know, into uh, this one. So we'll we'll we pick back up. We ain't we ain't do Girl to Pod today. No, we didn't, but it's okay because we got more episodes. Oh, um, but uh, what what do your what do you have to say to the to the listeners, to the fans, to the friends, to the new people that that's been listening to us? Um, you know, speak. Oh man. Uh, first of all, I didn't even think I didn't even think we would have two listeners, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I straight up thought motherfuckers would look at that shit like, oh, this this nigga Josh on that shit. Like I ain't, I ain't really fucking with this shit, but motherfuckers really is, man. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I um I I agree, man. I'm getting messages from you know uh, people that I kind of knew a little bit, but you know, but you knew a lot better. Like, hey, man, the pod's good, or you know, keep up the good work type shit. And, you know, I, me personally, you know, I'm, I'll be touchy feeling and shit like that. Sometimes I'll be like, ah, oh, nigga, that's, uh, that's weird. Oh, I feel weird inside, <laughs> you know, but, um, it, it, uh, it's a good feeling, man. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's something that was kind of unintended, but, um, what about you, man? I, I know you don't really, you're not really the, the, the feelings person. I've been having to, you know, try to try to yank it out of you. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's been hard. It's been hard, man. Like trying to suppress, suppress feelings, but you know what I'm saying? They, of course they're going to show, but yeah, they're going to show. Um, overall, man, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with the pod, man. Like I like yeah. the direction we're going. Uh, I think we still got a lot of room to grow. A lot of things. we I can agree. Fix. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get you that dictionary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, was the, wait, what was the word of the day? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what was it? <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. This, dystopian. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. What was the word of your day? <laughs> uh, hashtag grow the pod. Hey, hashtag grow our pod. Yo. Hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm write it ten times and, and then write the definition, man. All right. Um. Uh. Um. What else I was gonna say about the pod? Um. Was there anything else you wanted to add as far as what you've seen, what you heard? Um. Oh, or, even, or, or yeah, yeah. So last thing, last questions I got for you is what do you? So based on what we we've done so far, right? Um what would you like to see in the future? Um, and, uh, yeah. What do you, what do you want to see for the future of, of our pod of the vet joint podcast? Uh, what do I see as the future? Mm-hmm. Or no, no. What do you want to see in the future? So it could be anything. Oh man. That, that, that movie deal with Netflix. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Netflix. All right. Cool. Cool. We want to we want to get a Netflix deal out of this. That's right. Hey, you know uh, what you call it? Netflix is in um, I think they're in Los Gatos. That's um, it's not far from where my dad lived. You know, we just go post up in there, throw them niggas some PDFs, and be like, "Hey, <laughs> throw some scripts, man." Um, you know, a lot of people making money off of Netflix, so I mean, um, yeah. and they they do they do do uh, independent movies too, man. They do. They do do do. Uh, they do 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 they do do they do 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 you know and they, they've been talking about you know a lot of um uh films with 
people of color and you know black films and stuff. So I'm like, hey, throw some of that blackness over here, man. <laughs> what y'all got? <laughs> you want some of that black money or that green money? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever money the rest of them niggas getting. <laughs> Whatever money Kevin Hart and Seinfeld and uh them niggas getting from Netflix, whatever color that shit is, you know, it, you don't even gotta got a color. I just know that I want some zeros and ones in my account. You don't even gotta be real money. Zeros and ones? Nah, yeah, I, man, want, I, wanna, I want some nine. I want some nines and tens, man. I just want to make sure when I when I when I swipe my card, yeah, this shit get paid for, and it's not coming out of my. Well, it was coming out of my pocket. I just want to make sure that I got plenty left. So Netflix, we coming. Um, we be like uh. I know you didn't watch it, but like them White Walkers and in, in uh in Game of Thrones. Uh I thought you were I thought you were talking about I thought you were about to say something in uh Walking Dead. Hey, we come like them niggas too. Uh ooh. The slow zombies or fast zombies? Fast zombies. Nah, nah, we, we, <laughs> well, <laughs> so based off of my genetic makeup, I'm probably gonna be a slow zombie. You know, you think, but it's you okay. You think you'd be a slow zombie? Probably, man. I just I don't, uh, I don't know. know, man. I think I think your Jamaican side to kick in when you turn zombie mode, bro. <laughs> Motherfucker be the Usain Bolt a zombie. <laughs> nah, man. You know, I got that length and reach on me, you know, so you just got to hurt and put me to put oh, me man. down, man. Oh, man. Hey, so so the three of us, you know, out there in the, out there in the world, I get bit. Yeah. Which one of y'all going to put me down? Oh, man. You talking about if it's me, you, and uh, Big Brother? Yeah. Oh, man. Nah, you know, I want you to do it because Keith's gonna be happy to do it. Nah, Keith, he, he, he wouldn't be happy to do it, man. He, 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 be, he be giggling, man. Like I told you, dumbass, not to go out there. Nah, you know he gonna cry, man. <laughs> you you know he gonna cry. He not gonna be able to do it. He not he wouldn't be able to do it. You you think you would? I, I would have a hard time, but I'll get it done, man. You you have to do it. Just wipe wipe that tear like Huey. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to, but I would I would get it done, man. Hey, you know what, man? Speaking of Netflix, you know, we, you know, we talked about putting together our own version of a, you know, zombie film. Right. What, 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 what would that look like? What's, what's the setting? Ooh, the hood. Zombies in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me see if that's, that's the thing, man. Is that a movie? Is that a movie already? Zombies in the hood. Let's see, man. Probably. All right, you know. All right, so you, you definitely know we ain't got shit to talk about. When we talk about zombies. In the hood. Hey, no, zombies in the hood is a movie that came out in 2014. <laughs> that answers your questions. And on that note, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in to episode six of the Vet Joint Podcast. Uh, we had a lot of fun today. Catch us back next episode for. Was that episode seven? Yeah, episode seven. Episode seven. Um, yeah, we we chugging right along. Um, spread the hey, please, free spread the word. Um, like, share, and download the podcast. We're on mainly Spotify for right now. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts is upcoming, and a bunch of others. So stay tuned. And again, thanks guys for listening in and share the word with your friends and family. Uh, Shout out to all our deployed troops, yes, all our yes, yes, all our people overseas, uh, anybody working the gates anywhere in the world, everybody from all the branches. Uh, yes, thank yes. you, thank you guys for your service. No doubt, no doubt. Peace, peace, peace. <laughs>